Amen. There is no other way. There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. So there is no other way that I can live without the Christ, the anointed one, and without his anointing. God, we thank you for another Sunday. This is the first Sunday of this month. And we thank you for bringing us through and giving us a mind to want to be with you, God. Because you are our protector. The enemy is walking to and fro, seeking whom he may devour. God, we thank you for your arm of protection. We thank you for being our chief cornerstone. And we magnify you, God, because you are the one and only true God. Father, we thank you. Let revelation knowledge flow in this message, God. Give your people the ears to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. We need to know. And we need to put this down on the inside of our spirit so that we may live thereby. In Jesus' name, amen. And we're going to talk about a certain thing that wants to keep us from salvation. But there is no way that the enemy can keep us from salvation because God is a keeper if you want to be kept. And we thank you, God, for giving minds to people that wants to be kept. Let them know that you are the one. Amen. We thank you. We want to go into Hebrews, Hebrews, the second chapter. Starting at the second verse. I'm, I'm sorry, starting at the first verse. Hebrews 2. Starting at the first verse. And it reads, Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we shall we should let them slip. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, how shall the third verse? How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders. Talking about the Israelites in the wilderness and with diverse miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. For unto the angels hath he not put in subjection the world to come, whereof we speak. But one in a certain place testifieth, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him? Question. 
the son of man that thou visitest him? Another question. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crowned him with glory and honor and did set him over the works of thy hands. And in the Amplified it says, since all this is true, we ought to pay much closer attention than ever to the truths that we have heard, lest in any way we drift past them and slip away. For if the message given through angels, the law spoken by them to Moses, was authentic and proved sure, that every violation and disobedience received an appropriate, just, and adequate penalty. Third verse, how shall we escape appropriate or retribution if we neglect and refuse to pay attention to such a great salvation as in now offered to us, letting it drift past us forever? Question, for it was declared at first by the Lord himself and it was confirmed to us and proved to be real and genuine by those who personally heard him speak. Besides this, besides this evidence, it was also established and plainly endorsed by God, who showed his approval of it by signs and wonders and various miraculous manifestations of his power and by imparting the gifts of the Holy Spirit to the believers according to his own will. For it was not to angels that God subjected the, habitat, the habitable world of the future of which we are speaking. It has been solemnly and earnestly said in a certain place, what is man that you are mindful of him? O the Son of Man, that you graciously and helpfully care for and visit and look after him. For some little time, you have ranked him lower than an inferior to the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor and set him over the works of your hands. Father, let this word be true and let every man be a liar. The text for this message today is the third verse. How shall we escape? There is no way that we can escape so great a salvation. Wherever you go, God is there. And wherever you go, sin is there also. But we cannot escape God. We cannot escape God at all. For God, eyes are in every place. If you read Ezekiel, the meat, the wheel in the middle of a wheel. Second Peter, the second chapter, I won't be before you long. I just want to give you a snippet on that. How shall we escape? There is no way to escape. Second Peter, the second chapter, starting to night verse. The Lord knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations 
and to reserve the unjust until the day of judgment to be punished. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise government, in other words, being rebellious, presumptuous are they, self-willed. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, which are greater in power and might, bring not readily accusations, accusation against them before the Lord. But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not. Let's read that latter part of the 12th verse again. We just, let's just read the whole 12th verse. But these, as natural brute beasts, made to be taken and destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, lack of knowledge. And the Bible says, my people perish for their lack of knowledge, and shall utterly perish in their own corruption, and shall receive the reward of unrighteousness, as they that count it pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots, they are in blemishes, sporting themselves with their own deceivings while they feast with you. They are in the midst of you, having eyes full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin, beguiling unstable souls. And the Bible also says, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And heart they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children. Now when they see, when the children see what their parents are doing, then that brings a curse upon them because they're going to mimic what they see their parents do. And the Bible says, train up a child. And, and the way it should go, and it will not depart from it. So if they are seeing the beguiling, unstable souls, in her they have exercised with covetous practices, cursed children. Their children are cursed. Why? Because they see what their parents are doing that are ungodly. And they have an unstable soul. Amen. So be careful how you act in front of your children. Because you can either have them blessed or have them become a curse because of your ways. So what am I saying? Let them see the God in you, and then they will see the God in them because they know that there is a God. But the wages of sin do not profit. Ecclesiastes, the second chapter, starting at the 24th verse, there is nothing better for a man that, than that he should eat and drink, and that he should make his soul enjoy good in his labor. This also I saw that it was from the hand of God. 
For who can eat or who else can hasten hereunto more than I? For God giveth to a man that is good in his sight wisdom and knowledge and joy. But to the sinner he giveth travail to gather and to heap up that he may give to him that is good before God. This is also is vanity and vexation of spirit. And we want to read this in the Amplified. Ecclesiastics, the second chapter. Ecclesiastes, the second chapter, starting at the 24th verse. There is nothing better for a man than that he should eat and drink and make himself enjoy good in his labor. Even this I have seen is from the hand of God. For who can eat or who can have enjoyment any more than I can apart from him, apart from God? For to the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge. In other words, we need wisdom and knowledge in this walk with God because the enemy is here to try and deceive you and make you feel like that God is not near, but God is in every place. God said in his word that he would never leave you, nor will he forsake you. For to the person who pleases him, God gives wisdom and knowledge and joy, but to the sinner he gives the work of gathering and heaping up that he may give to one who pleases God. This also is vanity in a striving after the wind and a feeding on it. In other words, you're being giving every wind and doctrine of men. Now Jezebel had Baal and the familiar spirits, the consultors also operated under the enemy, which is the devil, that mimics and pretends and use divination and have you to think that it is prophecy, but it is not divination, it is not prophecy but it is divination, trying to speak things into your life that is not of God. We're going to turn to Job, the 15th chapter, just giving you an understanding on how shall we escape. Job 15, 26 verse. He runneth upon him even on his neck upon the thick bosses of his buckler because he covered his face with his fatness and make of cubs of fat on his flanks and he dwelled in desolate cities and in houses which no man inhabited. Now listen at what Job is saying. People are living in abandoned houses in real time right now. You have crack houses, 
you have different types of drug houses, or you just have homeless people that are living in abandoned houses. Because he covered, covered his face with his fatness and make of colors of fat on his flanks. And the 20 verse, and he dwelleth in desolate cities and in houses which no man inhabiteth. In other words, they are, these are abandoned houses which are ready to become heaps. He shall not be rich, neither shall his substance continue, neither shall he prolong the perfection thereof upon the earth. In other words, you are living in poverty. He shall not depart out of darkness. The flame shall dry up his branches, and by the breath of his mouth shall he go away. Let not him that is deceived trust in vanity. Let not him that is deceived trust in vanity. For vanity shall be his recompense. In other words, to repay, make restitution or recoitable for damages. Recoitable for damages. Let not him that is deceived trust in vanity, for vanity shall be his recompense. You have to make repetition. In other words, you have to pay for your sins because you did not allow Jesus Christ, the anointed one, pay for your sins. You became rebellious. And how can you escape? You cannot escape. Romans the sixth chapter, twenty verse. For when ye are, when you were the servants of sin, you were free from righteousness. For when you were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things, whereof ye are now ashamed? Question. For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, the anointed, our Lord. So there is no escape. There is no escape. What's going to happen? Either you're going to have the wrath of God because of your sin, or you're going to have the blessings of God and God's protection on your life. So there is no way to escape. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? You cannot escape. We want to read. In the Amplified, Romans the sixth chapter. Starting at the twentieth verse. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But then what benefit return did you get? 
from the things of which you are now ashamed. None, for the end of those things is death. But now since you have been set free from sin and have become the slaves of God, you have your present reward in holiness. And its end is eternal life. For the wages which sin pays is death. That is your reward. But the bountiful free gift of God is eternal life through in union with Jesus Christ our Lord. With Jesus Christ our Lord. In other words, there is no escape for the wages which sin pays is death. But the bountiful free gift of God is eternal life through in union or in fellowship with Jesus Christ, the anointed one, our Lord. How shall we escape? Amen. Proverbs, the 11th chapter, starting at the 20th verse. They that are of a forward heart are abomination. They that are of a forward heart are abomination to the Lord. But such as are upright in their way are his delight. Though hand join in hand, the wicked shall not be unpunished. In other words, there is no way of an escape. But the seed of the righteous shall be shall be delivered as a jewel of gold. <coughs> a jewel of gold in a swine's snout. So is a fair woman which is without Discretion. Let's read that in the Amplified also. Proverbs. The 11th chapter. Starting at the 20th verse. They who are willfully contrary in heart. Are extremely disgusting. And shamefully vowed in the eyes of the Lord. But such as are blameless and wholehearted in their ways are his delight. Assuredly, I pledge it, the wicked shall not go unpunished. <coughs> in other words, how shall you escape? I pledge it, the wicked shall not go unpunished, but the multitude of the uncompromisingly righteous shall be delivered. As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a fair woman who is without discretion. Now, as a ring of gold in a swine's snout, you know, some of them have rings in their nose, so is a fair woman who is without discretion. The desire of the consistently righteous brings only good, but the expectation of the wicked brings wrath. 
23. Read that again. The desire of the consistently righteous brings only good. But the expectation of the wicked brings wrath. In other words, how shall we escape? There is no escape. There is no way that we can escape one way or the other. Because God has authority over both. Jeremiah, the 11th chapter, starting at the 11th verse, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. Jeremiah, the 11th chapter and the 11th verse, Therefore, thus saith the Lord, Behold, look, listen, I will bring evil upon them which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. I will not hearken unto them. Now listen to what Jeremiah is saying. Jeremiah said, Therefore thus saith the Lord, not me, thus saith the Lord, not I. Behold, look, Listen, I will bring evil upon them which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. I will not hearken unto them. If you listen to what the prophet is saying, therefore thus says the Lord God, behold, I am bringing evil and calamity upon them which they will not be able to escape. Though they cry to me, I will not listen to them. Now, you do not want to fall into that category. You do not want to fall into that category. Why? You do not want to fall into that category. And how shall you escape? How shall we escape? There is no escaping God because God is on thy presence and God is in every place at the same time. Amen. So remember, where you are is who you are and God knows your heart. He knows you are Amos, the fifth chapter, in the 19th verse, <clears throat> and it reads in the Amplified, it is as if a man fled from a lion. Listen, very close. It is, <coughs> it is as if a man fled from a lion and a bear met him or went into the house and leaned with his hand against the wall and a serpent bit him. Shall not the day of the Lord be darkness, not light, even very dark, with no brightness in it? In the King James Version, as if a man did flee from a lion. He got away from a lion. 
and a bear met him after he got away from the lion or went into the house and leaned his hand on the wall and a serpent bit him. How shall we escape? How shall we escape? Now, you want to go to Psalms. And I'm closing. You want to go to Psalms 139. And this is David recognizing who God is. Psalms 139. Psalms 139 and verse 8. Now, I want to start at verse 1. O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and my uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down. Thy Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it all together. Thou hast, thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Whether shall I go from thy spirit or whether shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. Now, here's the thing. God is so powerful. He can even come down into hell because he has that authority. God has that authority to go into every place. Why? Because he is of thy presence. And the enemy cannot keep God from coming down into hell. <coughs> because God is God. God is the ruler of everything. If I ascend up, up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee. But the night shineth as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. God is a merciful and wonderful God. And how shall we escape? We cannot escape. So, in other words, what am I saying? I is, I, my thing is, is to get in relationship with God. 
because there's no escape. Hebrews, the second chapter, and the third verse. How shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which is the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? We cannot escape. God protect us from the enemy because he is trying to set snares upon us so we can fall into damnation and temptation. God protect us from that. Give us a mind, God, to want to be with you because there is no escape. God protect us. Let your hedge of protection encamp around us. Let your angels be there for us to protect us. He that is that will keep us from falling. God, keep us from the fall. Keep us from the fall, God. Give us a mind that was in you. And let us have that same mind, God, because we need. We need your salvation. Not only that we need your salvation, we need your strength to go forward. Salvation is strength, God. And we also need you to establish us. Establish our goings, God. With salvation, strength, and establishment, God. We need to be established in your word. Knowing that your word is true and every man is a liar even the devil himself who is the father of lies God we magnify you we thank you and we glorify you God and I thank you for being who you are in Jesus name Thank you.